Welcome to Forever XL, the Path of XL podcast. I am Justin, aka Tags. And I'm Tyler, Wrecker of Days. Episode 70 of Forever XL. Your intros have gotten boring. Oh. And I'm Tyler, Wrecker of Days. <laughs> I have to compress the play. shit out of that so you don't kill somebody with <laughs> headphones. <laughs> I leaned back, even though I know you hate that. Uh, I can't awesome. play guitar, though, so. Any uh, uh, zippy guitar, guitar riffs that I have would just be done on the Sky Train, you know, in my head. Air guitar counts, Ty. It's a real skill. <laughs> Agreed. Big shout out to our patrons. New patron this week, A Ghost in the Code. What a cool name. A Ghost in the Code. Anyway, thank you for joining our Patreon team. Shout out to everybody else on the Patreon as well. Thank you guys for supporting the podcast. If you're curious what our Patreon is, information's down below. It's mostly access to our After Dark, which is the podcast after the podcast. And we also have a merch store where you get an extra 5% off. So 15% off the merch store if you want. So info down below. You guys rock. Love your faces. How's your week, Ty? I um, went to Costco on Tuesday. It's our Friday okay. today. Mm-hmm. I went to Costco on Tuesday and I'm still mad. Okay. I, hold on, hold on, hold on. You're not, I don't know the story. I want to guess. People close to you. Yeah. Um, what else could do it to you? Park. No, you're not a parking angry person, but I think people, I think, I think people doing normal day, everyday people things is what bugs you during COVID. <laughs> yes. Yes, it does. <laughs> All right. What happened? Drives me for just, it's just, it's just people. You nailed it. It was people. It was people like caring about how fast they had to get out of there not caring about COVID at all. Like bumping, saying, excuse me, just shoving you out of the way. People in line, like just caring about getting closer to the cashier, you know, but one foot away from you as opposed to, you know, where the freaking stickers are. I mean, goodness me, they put stickers for adults so you can stay six feet away from people. You have such a different experience at Costco than I've ever had. Well, you're probably one of the crazy people. I've never seen you at Costco, but I bet you if I saw you at Costco and didn't recognize you, I'd probably hate you. I, well, I maybe, but I don't like talk to people. I don't push up on people. I'm not, I don't do that even outside of COVID. No, you're, you hate people. I'm, yeah, I'm generally not a fan of humans, but I, uh, I don't have that experience when I go to Costco. Good, good. Maybe it's a you thing. No. Are they no, actually too close? Yeah. Oh, yes. Oh, yes. And it drives me nuts. It, like, I have a very short temper. And so, I have to work very hard at not tempering and <laughs> it, who do I notice? Do I know? And oh, when I'm taking the kids to school and there's just those people that don't care and they're just walking right past you. It's like my kids, my kindergarten and grade two kid were on the street to make sure that we have some distance from people that aren't wearing masks on the sidewalk. Oh, do you not walk past people on the sidewalk? Um, not when there's a whole bunch of other kids. And adults that are walking right in the middle of the sidewalk. Like if they're not giving space or walking a little bit on the grass, like I'm going to take my kids away. And, uh, you know, I mean, traffic's used to it as well. You know what I mean? It's like COVID traffic. You're going to have some pedestrians on the street too. But, oh, oh, I just get mad and mad and mad. Anyway, do you remember (laughs) with uh, Costco when this whole COVID thing started, people freaking out about toilet paper? Mm -hmm. I don't know what it was like everywhere else, but you remember like there was like this. It was everywhere. yeah, everyone's going home with like a billion rolls of toilet paper. And there's a toilet paper shortage. And for, for what? It's hilarious because nobody gets the shits from COVID. <laughs> I don't I can <laughs> well, never, I never figured that out in the beginning. Yeah. It's not a side effect. It's not. 
<laughs> it just doesn't make any sense. Yeah, yeah, the whole world was going to shut down, and that's what they needed more, more than food. Yeah, you got to have TP. <laughs> that's right, more than your canned <laughs> products. You need, you need your TP. We'll eat this. We'll eat this. Anyway, uh, it was it was a fine week. It was a good week. It was a very busy week, man. It's a good good uh, good time for uh, the game to be relatively unplayable for me because I, I had lots to do. But did you see the teaser trailer for Drive to Survive Three? Just came out yesterday or today. And so they are the it's, it's next a, one. Yeah, yeah. March nineteenth. They had a date. They had a date. So okay. it's pretty sweet. Yeah, excited for that. Cool. And yep. snow's melting just. And even though it's like pretty hovering around gone. zero degrees, three degrees, it's hoodie weather. I feel like putting on my flip flops again. The grass is gonna start growing. It's almost green season, lawn folk. Almost green season. Yep. Well, mine's green as heck. It's freaking beautiful. No, oh, please. It probably has some strawberries and bunnies on it. I, for some reason, green reminded me that I need to pick up something out of my mailbox. <laughs> <laughs> awesome. It was nice to see on the way to school today. Our kids this year are yeah. at uh, different, different sides of the school, so we don't see each other once the school bell rings. So it was nice to see on your way to school. Mm-hmm. How about you? How was your week? Insane. How's your back? Uh, you know what? It's gone. I started going back to my chiropractor. Okay. And once I got a little bit better, so I went and saw him twice and it's, it's been fine. I I'm less on the drugs and it's been good. Just good. works insane. So it's been super busy. Uh, Is your chiropractor hot? Uh, for duty, he's pretty good looking. Yeah. It's good. Lucky you. Lucky you. Uh, but what else? I didn't really do much besides work this week. So I, that's not really fun. Not much to talk about on that end, but today, which is our our Friday, Diablo 2 was announced with Blizzard, a remastered Diablo 2. We need to chat about this. That's going to be my now, zippy guitar riff for all of our You never played D2 originally. No, I did not. Right? That, was, that was my Splinter Cell Hitman days. I didn't even know the game existed back then. But, but, yeah, was going back sports. a really long time. Sports. Mm-hmm. We like sports and we don't care who knows. <laughs> hockey, hockey, hockey. Okay, so you never played D2. No. I okay so you saw I'm curious then what did you think of the trailer so Diablo 2 Blizzard is remastered and releasing Diablo 2 it's coming out I don't know when I don't even know if they said they probably did and I'm sound like a dummy but Blizzard is pretty notorious for that like coming soon and then it's three years later it looked cool like uh, to me it's kind of neat when they say you know released on or before December 2021 so by the end of this year oh that's cool good for them good for them Activision pushing the mandatory dates that poor company hey just fell with activision uh, well it's kind of cool like it, it's crazy to see like video games from 20 years ago because to me that's not what a game looked like 20 years ago so i can't like in my mind so I, I guess depending on the day you ask me that game looks really bad for 20 years ago or it looks amazing for 20 years ago and today i, I, I don't know it looked pretty good then when they did the switch over, I'm like, oh, wow, that is pretty cool. And that, that's a good marketing scheme, right? This is what it looked like. Sure. If we saw just what it looked like today instead of the 20 years ago, if we only saw the remastered version, I probably think it looked like crap. Especially if you had never played it. Right, right. So it was, it was nice for me to see both sides. Um, there were two things that really stood out to me just as a POE player. And I know a lot of people are probably going to buy it and try it. And a lot of PoE people are still going to just, you know, come back to PoE, even though they'll go out and get the, what was it called? Re, oh, what was it? Diablo 2 Resurrected. Was it? Resurrected. Resurrected? Yep. Cool. Mm -hmm. Two things stood out to me as a PoE only player. 
And this one, this one really hurts. POE for me. There's cross progression between console and PC for this. Mm-hmm. It's coming out for both. And it's basically it's the same account for both as far as like that's what I get for cross progression. You know, if I let's, you know, finish act one on the Xbox, I can continue act two on the PC. I'm curious if that cross progression also, though, includes cross play, because you would imagine it would that could I play with you while you were playing on your Xbox? That is the impression I get. I hope that's the case. The idea of cross progression is interesting, though. For sure. Oh, definitely. Definitely. And it really sucks for me that POE is not like that. I hope mm-hmm. that someday there's a way for them to be able to change it if it ever came to them. Because the accessibility is what would drive a free game. So it, like the separate realm thing just doesn't doesn't sit well with someone who likes both platforms. But then there's and maybe that's just like all the beginning of the game stuff. Maybe it gets busier. But I remember when I was playing D3 in the high end stuff, it wasn't too busy for me. I could tell what was happening. I knew what killed me. Mm-hmm. And that's one of my big pet peeves with POE. And in this example video that I saw for D2, granted it's D2 20 years ago and it's just remastered, but I could see what was going on. And if I died, I would know why I died. And I really like that. well and poe has progressed from much more d2-ish to its own thing where yes it wasn't like hard to see everything happening early on and it slowly progressed into that what do you think well i love it because i i love diablo 2 diablo 2 is what got me into that style of game i have a couple thoughts one the cross progression is cool but i don't care i wouldn't play it on a console anyway but it is cool that they're doing it Except for me. Yeah, except you would play with me. I understand. Go ahead. I have cross-play worked. Sure. If you could play on whatever you wanted to while I played on PC. Sure. And one of the things I really like about it is the ability. I think it would be a lot of fun for us to experience that game playing it together. Yes. You know what I mean? Like playing through the Diablo 2. And this one, I guess, doesn't showcase it as much. But Blizzard is the absolute king of trailers. PoE got better. They're not even close to Blizzard, though. Like Blizzard just has this. It wasn't so much in this one because they couldn't push graphics like yeah, right, crazy graphics like you saw when they did like the D four and the D three trailers. They were incredible. Even just the cutscenes, even the cutscenes, hundred percent. Yeah. So it makes me excited for that. However, did you see how much it is? No, I didn't. Did was that in the trailer? No, I decided to look because I wanted to surprise you with it, and I knew you wouldn't check. (laughs) You're you're really good at surprising me about stuff. I'm pretty good, right? All right, go ahead. So Canadian, if you want. The Diablo, which comes with the Lord of Destruction, which is the add-on. So you kind of do want it because that's how you get all the classes. They are stupid with their add-ons. Go ahead. With the Canadian, add-ons, nobody cares. Yeah. $70.49. That's, oh. that's high for a for, remastered game. Yes, it is. Now, what I'm really curious about, I have a lot of thoughts in my head when I watched it and heard about it. One, if Path of Exile didn't exist, would they have ever remade D2? That's my first thought is... Do they, uh, Blizzard's not stupid and they know that Path of Exile is huge. It's got a very big following and a very loyal following. And 50% at least of the player base came from the D2 sort of environment, right? Sure. So it made me curious if they didn't make Path of Exile, would they have come out with a D2 remaster? But then two, at first I thought maybe they, is it a way to get in on the market? You know, the Path of Exile sort of market. Coming out at 70 bucks Canadian, 
doesn't work so well, which is hilarious coming from somebody who spent a little bit of money on Path of Exile. Yeah, just a little. The idea of them coming out at 70 bucks, it's like, ah, oh, I really want to play it and I will buy it. But I'm like, you better not have any, you can't have, you can't charge people 70 bucks and then have microtransactions. I don't think, which even doesn't make sense as I say it because I've spent well more than $70 on Path of Exile. At least 71. They didn't yeah, have microtransactions for D3 though. Not as far as I knew. They tried Well, they the, tried the like auction house thing. Yeah, but that failed and was gone within a year. And then it went just to the normal style uh, dungeon crawler. Yeah, but I my in my head I'm going, if Blizzard is, if the, if the thought is being able to get some of the pie and some of the players to buy it because it's, you know, it's history. You've played it before and now it's remastered and Path of Exile has continued to maintain its player base. If we can get some of that in. Yeah. Maybe the $70 purchase is enough for them to be fine with it, but maybe they know you have to be rich to have a good PC to play PoE and so they're only catering to the rich anyway. I I feel like D2 is going to be so much better to play on every machine. Oh, totally. It's nowhere so, near as demanding, totally different game. No, I it looks cool. I'm excited for it. I definitely will 100% try it out. Cool. There's just nothing that will stop me from playing it, but I, I am won't. curious. I won't touch it at 70 bucks. Yeah, you will. No. Why? Because I have PoE. I can play white maps within PoE. That's dumb. Yeah, it is. So anyway, I think it looks cool. It's exciting to see it at least. I love that. I didn't watch any of their Blizzard show or whatever they were doing. And I'm curious how much, like, how much did they focus on Diablo 4? Were they like, oh, yeah, yeah, it's coming. But guess what? <laughs> Diablo <laughs> no 2. Well, every every single BlizzCon, that's all people want to hear about. Unless you're a WoW-only player, that's all people want to hear about. And it really, this not getting a lot of information. Did they announce anything about Diablo 4? I, didn't, I don't yeah, know anything Diablo else 4? about the, the event except that Diablo 2 Remastered was, or Resurrected was. Yeah. I think even GGG was expecting a D4 announcement. They tweeted something out about good there luck. There must have been, right? Well, I think it was an expectation. Today was day one of BlizzCon, right? So they probably announced something later on. Oh, was it? See, I don't know that I either. I think so. It's Friday. And they're West Coast, aren't they? Mm. They're California. So is it a weekend thing? I don't actually know. Typically. Come on. All right. So how was your POE week then? You know, it was a good week. I mean, I, um, I'll get into what I did in my POE week kind of at the end. Uh, in guide replies, I've been kind of tossing and turning again. My theory crafter always fights with my guide writer inside of me. And the theory crafter wants a lot of guides. The guide writer says, no, one guide's enough. So, you know, they've always come to an agreement. Three guides is, well, not always, but three guides is, is perfect. But I still miss having like a, a melee tanky style build. I miss having like a speedy raider with ballistas or something. Like I still want that in part of my repertoire. I hate getting a six link an easy six link bow from div cards and just getting divines from it instead of actually being able to use one you know because i don't have any bow builds mm -hmm. so you know i keep tossing and turning and thinking about that stuff and then this week maybe it was i still haven't decided if i was in the right or in the wrong there but i kind of laid into somebody for um for one of their comments in one of my guides not in a not in a mean way but just you know to give perspective because it was done with kind of a little bit of unintentional arrogance, their comments. So I kind of laid into them a little bit. And part of that comes from me wanting to respond to everybody that posts, as opposed to only responding to people that have questions or directly asking me or talking to me about something. 
And my guides are getting a lot more popular now, so I'm not really getting to a stage where I have the time to answer everybody. So if, if you know, a community member answers for me and it's a good answer, normally I would say something like, yep, that's great. And then I'd add something else if it, something I think was missed. Whereas kind of getting to the stage time-wise where I just have to leave that alone if it was partially answered. So with that in mind, coming to a mentality where I'm like, you know, I got to respond a little bit less. Maybe that does give me the time to have, you know, a guide or two more. So I've been rolling around and theory crafting with that in my head, what I'd want to do. And I'm just loving the champion. Just goodness me. All I can think about is either doing something with dominating blow in General's Cry. I'm still trying to get that theory to work out. And uh, a raider with elemental hit and ballistas. I know instead of the scion, it's a, a raider. But the raider's awesome. So been rolling around with that. But then also one of my favorite um, Mixer folk who switched to Twitch long before, not long before, but months before Mixer closed down. Smart. Uh, Rolax 3. They were like MIA for, I don't know, half a year. And all of a sudden they just started broadcasting again this week. So I'm super stoked about it. But... Let's see. Oh, yeah. And I watched a clip this week. You know, you know, like you get kind of used to a, a rhythm of how you do things. And so I'm like, OK, I'm going to watch this clip. Amadeus Clips. They do uh, POE stuff all the time. I don't know if you've heard of the specific name, but they had um, a YouTube video that came out a week or two ago about um, how to like, you know, just basically like guarantee map flow, guarantee currency. And so I watched it and just saw how, you know, they suggested to build maps. And it was good. It's kind of, you know, no nothing new for me, but it was nice to catch up. But Rolex. Amadeus and someone that was posting on one of the Reddit posts that I made, uh, Shinto Frost on Reddit, they all mentioned how crappy the game is playing. Like Rolex, who would fly through the game. His uh, Rolex is someone that never looks at a like a, a, a path of building or anything. They look at the wiki and they're like, oh, okay, yeah, that that would work. Oh no, no, that would be stronger. And they they just do everything on the fly just from their own head. He just gets the game. I don't get it, but he does. Uh, Amadeus with his YouTube clip said, you know, maps are always worth investing in. Like the theme was kind of like invest early and you'll get the reward early. If you wait to invest, you're missing out and you'll hit a roadblock. But at the end of the video, he said 313 is not really worth investing in. It's too unstable. It doesn't work properly. So, you know, this is good in theory, but this is something to take into the next league. Shintu Frost said, I can play Cyberpunk on Ultra, but the second I see Harbingers and Valdo's Rest, my PC has a cardiac arrest. Thank you. Right? But all three people whose opinions I would trust, all with better machines than me, who don't have memory issues, you know what I mean? And remember what it was like to play in 312. I kind of, you know, being on the same page as them, I was playing builds this week that I didn't care about. And I was playing content I didn't care about, right? Like I'm doing. T11s and 12s because I have tons of them and I don't care about getting more T13. So I'm not using up my 14s, 15s, or 16s. And I'm playing my old Scion that I couldn't get to work very well, which was doing awesome. I was playing an old for fun build. I was playing my charges build with that really goofy tree that just hovers the outside of the, the passive tree. I was playing builds I didn't care about in maps I didn't care about, in maps I wasn't investing in, just so that I wouldn't care if I died. Just so that I wouldn't care if I was missing out on something or if the game crashed or if I couldn't see what was happening. And that's kind of the state that Path of Exile's giving me to try and play their game. So I was kind of 
kind of disappointed. Um, just at the end of one of my sessions at the uh, this week, I'm like, all right, you know what? Let's let's just try it out. Every time I think I'm being like a pissy pants, and so. I'm like, okay, let's start with something epic, but we're not going to invest in it. We're just going to make it easy. So I have an elder Hydra map Uh with just like a 54% quality or something. Nothing fancy. There's chilled ground and then it's elder. Really, that's really all it was. And so I'm going through the map. I die once. And so I start back. I wasn't expecting to die because of the map. So I start back at the very beginning of the map. As I'm going through, you know, in the elder maps, there are those three, I forget what kind of what they're called, but like influenced guys, there's three influenced guys and the elder ones, they shoot those, what are they, frost bolts or something at you? Okay. You know, those blue moving celestial balls. So there's only three of them. I'm coming up, all of a sudden the screen starts stuttering. I'm getting zero frames and then back up to 15 or 10 and then zero and then 15 or 10. I'm like, what's going on? Did I like, am I getting Cyrus invaded? I didn't notice it before. At three, only three of those little elder minions that shoot frost bolts were on the screen. As soon as they died, the game went back to around 10 to 15 frames a second. But the game could barely handle it. I was it was just like nuts. I barely made it to the Hydra. It was just such a slideshow. So it was kind of disappointing. I really tried to to make it work. But I still had fun with my crappy old builds. But that is how my week went. Did you play at all? Uh we played on Monday. Oh yeah, we did. Awesome. I'm glad you made time. Thank you. That was fun. And I, it played fine for me. I mean, we talked about it while you were playing and it, you were running into the same issue where yours was dropping. I Mine does. It, it still drops down to 30 frames per second. I know we've had, and we're going to talk a little bit briefly about performance. It, it's kind of like kicking a dead horse at this point, but they got to do something. Uh, I can play it. It works fine, but I also know I'm not the majority. I know that a lot of people are struggling with, we talk about it on Discord all the time. They have to do something to make sure that the majority of people can play it. Yeah. I don't think the majority of players should be able to get 60 frames per second and it runs super smooth. But I do think the majority of players should be able to play all the content without dropping down to zero to five frames. That's just. Yeah. Especially if you add V-Sync or not V-Sync. What's it? Dynamic resolution. If you have that in the game and then you and you set it to 30 frames a second and it does nothing. It's, it's so weird that it doesn't turn on. I, I wish I knew why that was because it did for like a day. Yeah. I remember when we first played with it, yours was doing it and it was, that's actually a cool idea, but it's very weird to me, but my build's been fine. I think I'm going to probably if maybe next week or the week after start something oh, new. Oh, there it is. I think we'll Re-level see. or respec? No, probably relevel. I don't know. Oh. I don't actually know yet. It's just, I, I, it, it's been busy. I haven't gotten to play a lot and I'm kind of, if I have a little more time, I think maybe I'll swap out of the, the minions and go something else. We'll see. I don't actually know yet, but yeah, we got to play. It was fine. Again, I, for me, it's running fine. I don't have any issues. The game's been good. I also though will say I, 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 I respect out of Harbingers and beyond in all of the options I could. So, and, and I don't like that because I love Harbingers and I love the benefits you got from having harbingers but i can't play the game like that and we've we've had both sides of people talking about you know responding to us and saying things and i feel like harbinger could have been so much better if they just spaced them out because when we ran harbinger maps that just happened to be trying to think maybe they were xana like influenced ones they weren't harbinger because of the atlas they're fine you got a harbinger on one end of the map and then on the other end you don't have four just like pooping millions of things all over the screen right away 
So anyway, it was good. I, I the game played fine for me and I had a good time. It was nice to actually play. Good. Yeah. So this week in PoE. That was a busy one. Yeah, there was a bit. Lots of MTX. One, came one patch and then a lot of fun stuff. Yeah. Okay. So f- uh, let's, I guess we'll go in order. First, they had the concept art. Did you check it out? Yeah. Cool. What'd you think? Great. You? Yeah. I'm the same. They look awesome. I love seeing it. Yeah. I, I, I am the same. Like, my, I'm not apathetic to it. I always look at them. But at the end, of it, I'm like, oh, that's, that's cool. I look at it usually once and then once more before we do the podcast. I'm like, <laughs> oh, yeah. I like that part. Yeah. It's just cool to see how they do it. I will say, and we're going to talk about it in a second. Actually, I'm going to bring it up anyway first. I'm going to skip some stuff. I like the talent competition stuff. Did you did you look through them? Yeah. I liked the um, the 16-bit one or whatever it is, the 32-bit yeah. one. Yeah. That was cool. I like I like them all. They're all so cool. It's crazy I, it makes what me people wish do. I could do something besides talk, and I don't even talk well. No, they they I think they're awesome. Do you see a dude tattooed himself? Yeah. That's Chaos crazy. Orb. The, the tattoo actually looked really cool, too. They, he did a great job. I was just like, oh, my gosh, you're, we know what his uh, POE tattoo would be. Yeah. All right. What else did we have this week? Uh, Dark Prism MTX. It's a shield MTX. Uh, Stygian Hood MTX. Automaton uh, Cracking Lance. Thaumaturgy. I never say that right. Thaumaturgy Shield MTX. And a Glimmer Sprite Wings MTX. That, that one, they all actually look pretty cool. The glimmer wings, as uh, they look quite neat, they have these lights that go through kind of the veins of the wing. Mm-hmm. So the, I feel really sad about it, but the first thing I thought of was, "Wow, I'd love that." I hope it doesn't hurt my performance. Really? Is that really what your first thing? It was. It was. Hmm. I don't know how much of it takes up, but I mean, in a game where you buy that kind of stuff, that has to take precedent over absolutely everything else. The set, the thing that people spend money on, needs to be the most important thing that you fix. So. I don't know how much it impacts things or not. Um, and then what else did we have? You said talent competition. Oh, yeah. Um, Zizarin's, is it Zizarin? Is that what it is? Um, the Maven Kill event. All the winners were posted and stuff. So that was crazy oh, was that to see now? all the rewards. Yeah, like 10,000 bucks. Sweet. Oh, good for them. Yeah, that's pretty cool. I thought that, I, I, all I remember is one post like the third day into the league of the first Maven Kill. And I was like, what? Yeah. <laughs> Nerds, go to sleep. <laughs> i mean whatever ah, you got 10 grand time. yeah yeah totally i love when uh, i say stuff like that it makes you uncomfortable you're like no no they're fine they're fine it's okay <laughs> they're not nerds they're not nerds um and then uh, i like the voting system that ggg sometimes does uh, apparently gamertag low-key ripper had purchased a divin- divination card design that they either it's either part of the purchase or they wanted to share with the community so people were voting oh, so on vote. five oh, cool. or six categories to what the card would be about or like the type of drop it would be. Interesting. One of the cool things, though, was Watchstone. That one, of course, was stealing the votes, but that was pretty neat. I, I got one of the rollable Watchstones. I like oh, it. Oh, nice. It's fun. That's cool. Yep. You check we out the patch. patch. Yeah, 313 1D. D. Yep. Any uh, restartless one. You always say the kind of patch. It was restartless. It, it doesn't actually matter. But just so you know, it was restartless. No, I, no it's uh, good to know. No. I mean, it's, I, to be honest, I haven't tried the only one that matters to me, which is loading has been improved. So the initial loading screen is faster. Textures are not reloaded after viewing full screen user interface panels such as passive skill tree or Atlas of Worlds. That's, that was big for me. Well, did you notice it, though? 
Oh yeah. Every time I come out of my inventory screen, everything's grainy. Every time I go into my inventory screen, everything's grainy. Every time I come out of my passive tree, everything's grainy. So that'll be nice. Oh, so I never had that, but no, I, I never had that issue at all, but I did the initial loading screen. I'm curious to see how much faster it is. Yeah, that'll be that's, interesting that's for sure. The one I care about is the initial load and the load into maps. And I was, I felt at least somewhat vindicated and, and better about my opinion when we talked to other people, which is you and I both said like, it didn't do it before 3.13. So I just don't understand what happened. It's not, I, whatever. Again, it's kicking a dead horse. I'm still though curious because nothing's like it was. Sure, sure. So anyway, hopefully it's a little One faster. One that um, I thought is a good change. I'm surprised it didn't happen because she was already doing it with the other realms. But the invitation for Maven for the Uncharted Realms Atlas region, I guess that's the passive one for the entire Atlas. Mm-hmm. Uh, now indicates which bosses have already been witnessed by the Maven. So that's nice. You're not wasting maps now, which is cool for that specific one. Mm-hmm. Yeah. The rest were all right. I saw an article uh, on my Google feed. It, it wasn't that long ago. It was just a day or two ago. I guess it was in in anticipation for BlizzCon. So this goes to what you were saying. Uh, and I I wonder if GGG saw it or noticed it. It's from PC Gamer. And I know that they do work with PC Gamer when they used to do their um, media runs for um league launches and stuff so anyway but the title of this um pc gamer article was what diablo 4 can do to compete with path of exile are they meaning path of exile 2 or just in general just in general after i read the whole thing i'm like wow ggg made this because they loved d2 and now D4 is being compared to can it reach the heights or even compete with Path of Exile in general. Did you read the article? Yeah, it was neat. It was cool. I mean, it's just opinions and it's not like I care what happens to Diablo 4. I don't even care if it's more popular than Path of Exile as long as Path of Exile can, you know, keep its player base, keep its in, keep its money, keep the income. I don't care which one's more popular just as long as POE can keep improving and being successful for them. But it, it was an interesting, and I like the perspective that that's how big POE is now. Like, it's the king of... The genre, for sure. Yeah, like a real loot-based theory crafting genre. It really is. So I, I, I really like the title. I like the perspective. I hope someone at GG noticed it, because that's got to be a huge pat on the back. They would have noticed it for sure. I sure hope so. Mm-hmm. Console had kind of a neat announcement. It's not, it's funny enough, it was tweeted, but it's not on any announcement page on the GGG, on the POE website, not even in the console announcements. Um, But Xbox gets a free Gothic armor set if you have a ritual character and an Xbox Game Pass. Is this to try and make people on consoles feel better? (laughs) Oh, sure, maybe. (laughs) I don't don't know. Or or entice more people to play and try because you're getting a, a $40 set, but. I thought that was kind of neat. So I'm, I'm going to encourage Chris before it's too late to make a quick Claim character it. on Ritual and then, yeah, go get it. Cool. And uh, was doing some GG, snooping on GGG on, uh, on Reddit. They had a couple neat things. Um, they said this hasn't been fixed yet, which is why it's, uh, it's here instead of in patch notes. But we checked with the team and the fix for Cyrus invading sub areas such as the Harvest Garden and others will be included in the next realm restart. So that's kind of neat. I asked, I, I, this is neat, they answered one of my questions. I asked them which sub-areas they are. And so the sub-areas are the Forbidden Grove, Incursion Encounters, Betrayal Labs, Synthesis Fragments, and Conqueror Arenas. 
those are the areas that they were thinking that Cyrus won't be invading anymore, which is nice. What's a synthesis fragment? That's what we did. But that's that's just that's a synthesis map. Oh, that's a map. Yeah. What's a synthesis fragment? Like someone posted under that is like, is this an accidental spoiler? But I, so I want to ask you, like, do you know what that is? Or, or are synthesis maps called synthesis fragments? I don't. That doesn't actually make sense because all of the other ones are not their own separate. Like in the league, they were a fragment of a path, right? So maybe they are. I don't know. Anyway, I figured out. Yeah, I don't actually know. All right. And then they also said, hey, everyone just want to pop in here and say that we raised feedback around Oshabi's fight uh, and how map mods affect it as well as rewards. We don't have anything to report just yet, but there are discussions happening. And as soon as we know, we'll let you know. <laughs> I absolutely love the line. We don't have anything to report just yet. <laughs> <laughs> right, right. But I like that they're uh. at least saying, hey, we're, we heard you. Even if there's not an answer yet. I like that they're, I, I like that kind of sure. stuff. Sure. To me, I, I feel like it's simpler to be like, hey, we're looking into it. It just cracks me up to be like, hey, we checked out your guys' feedback. We don't have anything to report. I just think that just sounds hilarious. Yeah. Well, they all report under GGG community now, as opposed to all under their own individual GGG names. Okay. So a whole bunch of people have access to this one account or however it works. So you're going to get a lot of different personalities writing on behalf of this singular ggg community individual type of thing so <laughs> yeah yeah it probably would have been easier but anyway i like it just makes me laugh just the wording is hilarious yeah and one last thing uh someone asked on reddit if they could get a global filter for influenced items on the trade site instead of needing to click every single individual one i don't know what you'd be looking for if you're not looking for a specific one but whatever the reason was, they were looking for anything influenced as opposed to, and they didn't want to click six checkboxes. But the response from a web dev was, yeah, the options on the trade site definitely need a review. And I thought that was great. Even if it was something that a lot of people wouldn't use, they're, they're always willing to improve things. And they understand when something hasn't been looked at for a long time. I really like that about the company for sure. What do you think about the idea? I don't care. Honestly, if I'm looking for something hunter, uh, some influences share a mod so i might check off hunter or shaper or you know warlord and elder but i'm i i can't i'm sure there is otherwise somebody wouldn't ask but i can't think of a reason why i would want any influenced item but not care which one it is but i i mean sure uh did you see the ritual stats we always i i always like the stats i i love stats i think i don't think i've ever complained about them putting out stats if i I love when oh, they show you, numbers. There was you whine about everything. I think it's pretty it's obvious exhausting. between the two of us. <laughs> I whine the least. However, I will say in <laughs> Harvest, I didn't care about the seeds. It's like forty-five billion three hundred and ninety-five million. Okay, uh, cool. That's funny. But I, I like seeing. Uh, I, I like seeing overall stats, though. Did you see that there were fishing rods and mirrors? Yeah, I saw some. Thirty-six I, I, fishing rods. I think it was nice number. Sixty-nine. 69 oh wow okay better, better number, number. <laughs> fishing rods have you ever done like anything to do with fishing apparently Never. you have to wear the base type of Fairgraves evasion hat i, I think, think you have to made up. have that <laughs> maybe i've seen the fisherman but i didn't know the rarity of it or anything and so i left the map and then i came back and he was gone but um anyway i hear that to get a fishing item to drop they won't even show up or have a chance to drop unless you're wearing Fairgrave's like pirate fisherman hat. Yeah, that 
346 mirrors. Crazy. And and they wanted to emphasize that's not how many times they showed up. That's how many times somebody actually, it actually took bought. it out. And it has nothing to do with how many there were in that stack. It's just that's how many times someone took it from the inventory. The fun thing that I think is cool, too, is they've used all the stats to tell you your chance of finding a mirror is one in 500,000. <laughs> it's about 500,000 awesome. maps to find a mirror. Did you see how many rituals have been run per day on average based on their numbers? Yeah. 20 million rituals per day. That's pretty crazy. That's nuts. That's daily. Yeah. That's insane. Yeah, no, I love stat stuff. It's super fun to see, it, especially when it's meaningful. Like, I don't, in the harvest one, I did complain, I remember, because there's so many seeds. And it didn't matter to me how many of the like base level seeds had been planted. Yeah. But everything in this one is a cool stat to read. Totally. I still think exalts are the most valuable in terms of actually using them. You know, like if I had uh, three more mirrors drop, in terms of use, to me, they're sell. You know, you sell them and you get That's something if you're doing them. trade. Right. But for me, I like exalts. I can actually use them for something. I like them. Not as a complaint, like I would totally get it and I'm never going to like, I would have a, a fishing tab if I ever got a fishing item, you know what I mean? I would have, you know, I keep all my mirrors because, you know, I've had them. So no big deal. I would rather have a mirror than a fishing rod because I don't know anything about the fishing stuff. Yeah, I guess so. I guess so. See, it's crazy that that's even rarer than a mirror in this game. You can, can tell you by the drop rates, I guess. A fishing rod? Yeah. Are they? They're an item. So it's an item you can sell. Hmm. Yeah, and even in the wiki, they're in part of the two-handed weapon <laughs> list. <laughs> That's awesome. Plan around that. That's sweet. Yeah, I like the stats. I love that stuff. All right, so um, you didn't mention it at the beginning, but this is going to be a shorter episode. Yes, because we have a surprise at the end. But yes. Maybe I can go through this really fast. So anyway, I wanted to... I, I, I feel like we've talked lots about performance, but at the same time, I feel like we've pushed a lot of performance notes, so maybe all of our performance talk has been in my head. So I'll run through this as fast as I, I can. I love that you're saying that we've pushed performance stuff when we've talked about it every episode since Ritual we? came out. Mm -hmm. Well, lucky everyone. So yeah, no kidding. <laughs> okay. So let me see. I'll paraphrase the best that I can. I'm going to read this and paraphrase it. And it's going to be so fragmented. No one's going to ever understand what I have to say. Uh, I've had a few PC and Xbox sessions since, you know, discovering kind of how really glitchy and the, the, the single frame rate thing that I get 90% of the time, I really don't get a smooth frame rate. I tried it on both Xbox One and PC when I've been in great moods a few times now. Uh, tried while I wasn't broadcasting because as a non-tech person, I forget that broadcasting has a huge push on my PC. So I do it without broadcasting. You and I tested it out and very no difference. It was like I was broadcasting on a crappy system. Every option available for me on PC is turned down to the minimum or completely turned off. Like it's I'm looking for performance, not look. And I'm single frames per digit on a regular basis. So obviously there's a lot of people what oh sorry about that <laughs> but you can get that out that's i need that big breath i, I can't I listen buddy I my know. nose got the crap kicked out of it ages ago it's been operated on so many times i can barely squeak the part i was laughing at was i was like mentioning the breath and you're like oh yeah okay 
<laughs> I leaned back so you wouldn't even hear it. There so go. obviously there's going to be a lot of people with systems, whether it's a brand new next gen console or you're used to keeping your um, PC in like the top 70 or like the top 25% of, you know, performance type of thing. There's just people that aren't going to get my complaint. There's a lot of people that will get it. I think that I think the good point to make, though, here, too, is even if you are experiencing the game without hiccups, it's you have to when when there's enough people that are having a struggle with it, you have to give some credence to those complaints. You can't just ignore them and be like, well, I can play fine. Sure, sure. Maybe. I mean, you could be whatever type of fan you want, but as a company, you definitely need to give it credence, like you said. So here's some examples of some of the garbage that I'm having to deal with, and I don't think any of it is extreme. I think this is the type of circumstance where the game, because it's so core, so general, so expected, so normal, it should be running completely fine in these circumstances. So I did a normal Barrows because I hate that map. I just hate Barrows. That's the one with like the three caves in the middle, and there's so many dips and stairs, and I hate that kind of crap. I get stuck on them because I can't see. So I did a normal one. Game couldn't handle it. I don't know what was going on, but the game couldn't handle it. I hate the map, so I didn't do it again. Two lane blights. Single frames, symbol, single frames per second on my Xbox One. Interesting, given that we did a blighted map and right. you had no on problem PC. with it. Yeah. Right, on PC. Until bosses came. Bosses lagged the system. Right. Mm -hmm. Right. But you were also killing very fast. We didn't have a lot of enemies on for what a blighted map would normally be. If it was a different map, maybe that spread really far. Anyway, it doesn't matter. I was very impressed with how that ran on my PC. A metamorph spawned right next to the armory boss. Fun. Awesome. That's exactly what I want. I want like this is going to sound counterintuitive to the, you know, XP loss. I want to get crushed. I love that content. But the metamorph boss Slowed the game down a little bit. Okay. The Metamorph boss then spawned an ally an, an ally that had allies can't die on it. More fun. And the game just it ceased to exist. Finally, when the game woke back up, I saw the respawn at checkpoint sign. So mm. Abyss Rares with Soul Eater. Common mod. Game can't handle it. Cyrus Invasions. And then once that invader's actually there, especially the bow one where they shoot really fast, the game slows down a ton. Beyond Uniques? Oh my goodness. Like the Beyond Unique monsters? Oh, just, yep, zero, yep, single frames all the time. And that's very, very common though, Beyond Encounters. Uh, and I already mentioned my Hydra map that just had chilled ground and then the very, like, part of an Elder map, those normal mods, I guess they're not normal, they'd be, what are the purple ones called? Influenced? No, not Influenced. Nemesis? Incursion. Nemesis, Nemesis, the purple ones. That's it. That's all there were. It couldn't couldn't handle it. Not even there. So it's like very basic usual content that is what's lagging up my system. So obviously counterintuitive to the design of the game. I'm not willing to invest in any of these things. I'm not going to waste my currency on something where I know I'm just going to get crushed by something by game performance. So to me, single digit frames per second in any game is unacceptable, especially if it's for the normal everyday content. And if you take a look at Cyberpunk, it, like just in general, I think, and you look at Ubisoft's direction, you look at a lot of other companies, gamers are kind of just fed up with the quality being second on the priority list instead of first, right? Cyberpunk's getting, I mean, they're even getting sued by their investors. That's crazy. That's crazy talk. 
So anyway, to me, quality always has to be high for any company on the priority list, if not the highest. I mean, we had someone like for me when I was looking in the community trying to get outside my bubble. Maybe I'm just a grumpy old man. Rolex said the game's garbage. You can't play. Asmon, as, Asmondius Clips. Asmondius Clips. Sorry, I must have said it wrong the first time. But Asmondius Clips said, this is how you should be investing in maps, but don't do it this league. Shinto says, I can't play this game. Uh, Cyberpunk plays better for me than this game. Um, and then I had a good Reddit conversation with someone named Simruin Gaming. Uh, they actually brought up some pretty good points. They said, it's like the technical side the and the development side of GGG. Don't even talk. You know, like the development side's incredible. This game is progressing in leaps and bounds. It's so cool. It's everything we've wanted. But the game can't keep up with it. The technical side of things just can't keep up with the ideas that the development side's coming up with. Now, I don't know how that's structured, of course, but that's, it does seem like there's a big divide there. And, you know, maybe we all need a supercomputer to play it. At the same time, COVID has a huge impact on communication, right? You can't always be in a 100-person Zoom meeting. So maybe that is a huge factor with, you know, their new mentality, but not being able to communicate as efficiently as they want to. Who knows, right? So... I guess at the end, GGD doesn't want their game to be like this, obviously. I'm a strong advocate that I, I think that they are a player first, not a company first type of company. I don't, they, they don't want their game like this. So whatever reason that they're kind of stuck in this situation where the game is actually poor quality than it was previously, even though it was at a state in heist where they had to come out with this apology for the quality of the game. They want their game to be playable as, by as many people as possible. That's the point of free to play. Right. That's the point of going to console. That's the point of going to mobile. That's the point of all of this. So hopefully 314 will have the fixes that they need long term for this to work for today and tomorrow. Right. You've said a few times that you want the game to work today. Like you're excited for PoE 2, but you want to be able to play the game and enjoy it until PoE 2, of course. When I play PoE 1, I do not think about PoE 2 at all. In fact, through all of my day, I don't think about PoE 2. I think about playing PoE 1. Right. And you don't want to tolerate PoE 1. You want to love PoE 1 until PoE 2. And now I, you and I have mentioned we don't mind testing stuff. Cool ideas. But that's what we want to test is the ideas. If I signed up for a beta, sure. Right. Or an alpha. But goodness, like Drox operatives performing better than this. <laughs> Remember the pre-testing we did for Drox? Yep. This is this, like it's so anyway. I never expect a company to explain themselves. They make their decisions for the reason they do it. And as a gamer, I can just pick up and go. I can go play whatever else I want. Obviously, I'm not going to because I love the game and we have a podcast, whatever. But, you know, a company never needs to explain themselves. But with just GGG's history, I wouldn't complain if they had some transparency on this. I, I don't think I've heard them say anything. And I don't expect it. I'm not like cross my arms and stomp on my feet. but. It would be nice to hear them say something about why it's like this or the direction it's going, the reason that it is staying. You know what I mean? They even have some dev manifesto posts or just some explanation posts as to the technical side of things, right? Why it's working like this. And, you know, this is going to be the fix, but it's coming in a month. Be nice. I don't expect it, but it definitely would be nice. So I unfortunately, think right. Go ahead. I think I mentioned at least in the last two episodes that there should be an explanation. I think people should be told. Uh, the only thing I want to know is what did you, what did you change? Why is the load now longer? 
and there's the issue with the textures. I just want to know what I don't. You don't have to tell me that you're going to fix it or change it back or whatever. I'm just really curious from a technical level. What did you do, and why? I, I mean. It does sound like a real large percentage of the player base is struggling with the game. So you have to address it somehow. Maybe they don't know. Maybe, <laughs> Maybe. they're sitting there like, what the hell? <laughs> yeah. What changed? Maybe PoE 2 is that close to coming out and, and it is going to be a totally different everything. So they're just like, maybe, I don't know. But either way, I love to play the game. I hate playing builds that I don't care about just to play the game. Like I hate not playing the builds i really want to play because i don't want them to miss out i don't want them to die i don't you know what i mean i'm playing apathetically and that's the only way i'm playing right now i know that's not what they want i don't believe they're selfish at heart but i really want to like poe one and be able to play poe one like i'm not complaining that i just don't like the league or i don't like this a feature that they came out like i just can't play it it's single frames per second all the time so you know hopefully something comes out i don't i'm I won't mention anything else about performance again. This is my last little kind of gripe with it. I'm sorry for those that aren't experiencing it and you had to tolerate the whole thing. You probably already turned the podcast off by now, but I hope it's fixed soon because I I really want, after I've invested all this time, I really want to enjoy the game more. I, I agree with you. I'm also about to crush Tyler's spirits a little bit here by pushing one of his topics to our next episode. We're going to push it. But Atlas. Yep. We're going to talk about the okay. Atlas tree preference. However, I will say next week. So we had the, the whole reason for a shorter episode today. I do want to talk to you one thing, though, about this coming week, what you're going to do. But this episode is going to be a little bit shorter. Just this is my fault. I just have way too much going on that I have to have done by Wednesday this week. But we do have a surprise next week. Brittany is going to be joining us again. Sweet. To chat. And we'll talk about the Atlas tree then. We'll, we'll, okay. we're going to talk about what our, what we like about it, which areas we like to go. And maybe we'll let her say a word or two as well. Maybe. About, about maybe. Maybe. But yeah, she's going to join us for uh, Forever XL next week. But I am curious, what are you going to do this week in PoE? What's your plan? I'm going to do some theory crafting on this. Like I really want my dominating blow with general cry champion. I really want that to work. I want the investment into war cry cooldown to be like, two seconds right so then i can make sure my dominating blow is always you know the chance to hit is always up there and i always have the max sentinels i want to make sure i'm tanky so i have good physical damage mitigation i also want good damage want good clear speed i want to be a boss killer you know i just want to be i have a perfect build so i want that that's it yeah (laughs) yeah that's it i want the raider to do well with the ballista totems with elemental hit so far, with all the theory crafting I've done, the crappy scion that I made in 3.9 is still better on paper. So are these all builds out. on paper right now? Yes, they are. I do have a fully leveled raider and champion, so it's easy to switch them over. Um, for the most part, I have leveled gems because I can move the scion gems over to the raider. Um, so I'd like to do that, but I, I still want to play some of my the builds that I love, like my guide builds too. So I'm probably going to squeak in some gameplay, but I'm not going to complain on my broadcast or next podcast about quality or anything i'm just going to play if it sucks it sucks if it doesn't it doesn't and i'm just going to pretend that everything's tickety boo huh wow that sounded like my mom yeah tickety boo so uh that's what i'm gonna do i'm I'm gonna give it a good shot i'm gonna ignore the crap i've said my pieces sorry if like justin said if i've actually repeated it for the last month but that's done wait 314 for the rest i think that's it i'm gonna play some pc for sure i've been enjoying 
Um, I know it's good. This two monitor bit just it's working for you. Sexy. Oh, it's nice. Yeah. Uh, I assume you're not going to play. No, Maybe not at all. I'm going to play well. uh, Monday. Yeah, we won't be able to play Monday, most likely. But uh, I am going to try and get in on Thursday and maybe a little bit on the Friday. My life frees up entirely after Wednesday. So once Wednesday's done, I am going to I'm going to drink heavily. (laughs) (laughs) Hey, start early on Thursday. Start drinking early Thursday, because then I'll ask you if you want to play Formula One with uh, Chris, Ryan, Ian, Aaron and I on console. Yeah, obviously. And if you've started drinking early enough, that How will do you be play a that good game idea together? for you. Do you all race on the same race? Yeah. Oh, I'm in. Are you? You all race in the same race track together? Yeah. Can you, you go back? We're all in a league. Uh, no, the game will. It won't well, let you. Maybe I have it set uh, up like there's no rules on. You know what I mean? So you can't like you're not going to get too many penalties. Uh, there's not even car damage. And if you spin out, I have it set so that you kind of like ghost so that cars if aren't going to like just T-bone you and get uh-huh. crushed. They'll just fly right through you. So, uh, yeah, but Ryan's in, Chris is in, Ian's in, Aaron's in. So, you know, start drinking around noon. I'll start texting around three and we'll start playing some Formula One around 830. Sounds fantastic. Okay, we're on the Bahrain circuit, the long one. Obviously. Yeah. Yeah. F1 2020. Yeah. Of course. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Let's wrap this up. This has been episode 70 of Forever Exile, the Path of Exile podcast. I'm Justin, aka Tags. And I'm Tyler Record of Days. <laughs> Our patrons it's will Justin's catch you guys fault. in After Dark. Everybody else will catch you in 71 with Brittle Knee. If you're looking for more information, we got a website down below foreverexile.com. We're on Twitter, foreverexile82. Our Discord links down there. Get on in our Discord chat. Get it on. And uh, link for our Patreon and our merch store down below if you want to catch After Dark or uh, pick up a, a hoodie. We'll catch you guys <laughs> later. This Peace. is our first sub one hour episode in forever, man. We're like a minute and a half away from wrecking that. Okay, bye. <laughs>